So, uh, pastor, it's a vacation, so he trusts me, and I say thank you for pastor to trust me. It's, <laughs> it is not, not, it's never easy to trust this place for someone to speak. It's so much responsibility to speak here. Because the word of God says that the one that teaches the word of God, God's going to do like a little more harder to, what are you going to touch? What, what, what did you touch, teach on the, on the earth? So that's a hard place to say. And today I want to please give him a permission to start my timer here. Uh, so you're going to hit uh, some alarm here. It's my timer. Um, I want to I wanna, I wanna talk to you this, this morning. And I know there is a lot of kinds or types of preaching and messages. Some messages is like to push you a little up and to, to bring more uh, faith and hope in our heart and something like that. But also I, I trust sometimes God gives us some warning messages. Do you believe that? We can go through the Old Testament and see how many times God uses people, uses people to say and speak with his people. And he talked uh, through the prophets and for saying like, hey, pay attention. Hey, hear the voice of God. Hey, here's something that you need to pay attention right now. And God using people. So I want to say that this message this morning is more a message for warning for what is happening in our world right now. Where we are living. And I trust you can grab the, uh, the whole thing or uh, some pieces of this message and, and put in your heart and think about. Amen. So I want to I wanna start this saying that 2 Timothy 3, 3 verse 1 says. We don't have all the Bible's verse in the screen. Okay, guys. I'm so, so totally different, Pastor Tim. I do not use slides. I know it's sometimes easy, I, all this, oh, it's easy to see, and people, know. I know, I do not use a slide. Sometimes I use like three slides, today I'm going to use one slide, okay? But uh, the Bible says, if you have your Bible, open with me, Second Thim- uh, Timothy three, three, 3, verse 1. The Bible says, in the last days, there will be terrible times. In the last days, there will be terrible times and i really believe that's me- this message this morning it's a, a message for warning and repos- uh, rep- reposition uh, how can i say this guys rep- reposition replace or put ourselves in the right place reposition it's a time for reposition a time to stay in the right place i want to and before we're going to start, I'm going to read with you. Please give me permission to read with you. I shocked when I, I heard this song. This song, this song was launched, I don't know, weeks or months ago. This song is from a gay core, core of Francis, San Francisco. A gay core, a gay, men's gay core of San Francisco, of course. Of San Francisco. And that's the lyric. Pay attention. You think we are sinful. You fight against our rights. You say we all lead lives you can't respect. But you are scared. You think we will corrupt your children. And if our agenda goes unchecked, funny, this is us, you're right. And the songs... Keep going. We will convert your children. It happens little by little, quietly and subtly, subtly, and you will hardly notice. You can keep them away from Gisco. You can keep away from Gisco. Warn them about San Francisco. Make them wear pleated pants. We don't care. We will convert your children. We will make them tolerant and fair. The song, keep doing, keep going. Just like your word, they will change their friends' group. You won't approve of where they go at night. And you will be disgusted when they start finding out things online that you kept out of their sign. And the songs keep doing. 
We are coming for your children. We are coming for them. We are coming for your children. When the guy at the CBN was interviewing this guy, the, song, uh, the songwriter and the singer, this guy says, it's, ob it's obvious the tongue in check humor is lost on many. <laughs> but the song said, it happens little by little, quietly, and you can even hardly notice. In Brazil, they had a conference about family, religion, and politics. It's a debate. It was on one guy that is gay. It's part LGBTQA+. And the question for this guy was, do you all want to destroy the family? Guess the answer? No. No. The, question, the answer was, yes, we want to destroy the concept of family. Not longer time ago, recently, Nickelodeon. Do you know Nickelodeon? It's a famous TV. Launched a, a video with a drag queen called Nina West. And the message of the video is about the rainbow and he and this guy is singing about the colors. And the message, the main message is that truth on being gay could be true to you. So this morning, God put in my heart to bring a warning in our hearts for what you are facing right now as a church. And this church, it's talk, and this morning is talking about spiritual warfare. We are not playing, guys. We are not in this earth, church. Playing, being Christian. It's not game. It's life and death. Or you're going to keep our faith in Jesus. Or you're going to die. The Bible says, Matthew 24, verse 6 and 8. And I want to read it with you. And we will hear of wars and threats of wars. But don't panic. Jesus is saying, don't panic. Say for, for, for a brother. Say, say for, for outside. Don't panic. No, say, say. Don't panic. Don't panic. You're going to be wars and see wars. And, and keep doing. But the end won't fall immediately. Nation will go to war against nation. And kingdom, power, govern will be against governs or power. There will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world. But... All this is only the first of the birth pains. It's just the beginning. But look at our society right now. Look at the world right now. Wars happen. Power is against power and kingdoms against kingdoms. So I, I'm just like, what has happened, Jesus? It just is warning, hey, wake up. We're living these days. Look. The book of Luke, chapter 21, verse 28, says, So when all these things begin to happen, stand and look up. Come on, stand and look up. Because your salvation, your redemptions, draw near. Amen? Our salvation is near. It's coming. The day of the Lord is coming. I don't know what it was the last time you heard about the, the coming of Jesus in a message. But Jesus is coming. Nothing changed. Jesus will be back. Soon. And we need to be fair. Amen? Amen? Say for a, for a brother or sister, don't panic. Don't panic. Amen? This is not a message for eschatology. If you don't know what eschatology is... It's uh, when we stood uh, the end of the times or the end of the days. This message is not about eschatology. I can, I can talk about eschatology, but not today. This message is it's a message for battle, spiritual battles, battles, spiritual warfare. Amen? And now I want to I wanna invite you to open your Bible, Ephesians chapter 6. And let this this. 
this passage open, for, please. Look up. When, when we see all these things happen, look up. Because your salvations, your salvation, it's near. Jesus is coming. But before that day, the, the day of the Lord, until that day, we need to be ready. We need to prepare ourselves. And I really trust that we are facing battle. And not just a, a, oh, it's a battle. No, it's a spiritual battle. The word of God we're going to read here says that we are not fighting with flesh or blood. We are not battling with this kind of things. We are battling spiritual things. And that's where we're going to live. We need to live in that place, in heavenly places. That's our battle. Well, I'm not talking about, I'm not reading this about the gay agenda or something like that. All this stuff has happened in the world because I'm against them. No. I, I'm telling like I'm against all these things that is against the word of God. And it's a battle. And this is like, it, the song says, you hardly notice. If you're not taking care of our children is watching all these videos and they are enjoying it because it's so colorful. It's so nice. It's oh it's okay. No, it's not okay. We need to fight for our children. We need to fight for our grandchildren if you're grand, if you are grandparent. We need to fight our family. We need to fight for them. It's a spiritual warfare. Keep your faith. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. The Bible says a final word. Be strong in the Lord and His mighty power. Be strong. We're talking about now strength. Like, be strong. Don't be weak. This battle is not for weak persons. This battle is for strong persons. It starts like, be strong. When you go to the battle, battle. Be ready, be strong, because the battle is going to be hard. Be strong. Verse 11. Put, all, put on all of God's armor, so that we will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood, enemies, but against evil, rules and authorities and of the unseen world against mighty powers in the dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly place. There is a spiritual warfare happening right now. There's a battle happening right now. And you need to be prepared to fight. And how are we going to do that? Be strong. Don't go if you don't know if you're going to win this battle. Go. Be prepared. Because it's a hard battle. If you don't have the all, the, the Bible says put on all of the armor of God. All. It's not just one piece. Just one piece. It's all. If you don't have the all, the whole thing, the armor of God. You cannot resist the devil. If you're missing one thing, he's going to win. Look for the verse 13. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor, so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be stand firm. We need the whole armor of God. Amen. And I want to just jump here for another text, another passage of the Bible. And I talk about 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 and 9. Peter says, stay alert. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, Satan. Do you know when you have an enemy? It's Satan. Watch out for a great enemy, the devil. 
he prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. What Satan wants? He wants to destroy you. He's not playing being Satan. Not at all. He's Satan 24-7. And he's trying to devour like a royal lion, pros like a lion. Did you see already, watch like a Discovery Channel? When the lions go like to, to, to try to, to capture another animal? He's like hiding. He's just waiting for this fraction of a second. Just like there's a little spot. That, that tension that the, the other animal just like goes away. It starts to, f- I'm going to f- eat here. Wow. And they blink the eyes. Boom. The lion got hit. The Satan is like, pros like a roaring lion. And he's waiting for the one blinking the eyes. If you lack or you lost your attention, he's going to devour you. And he is trying to devour your children, your family, your grandchildren, and everything you have in your life. It just blink the eyes. That's why Peter says, stay alert. Never, never. Think about it's a game. No, stay alert. It's a battle. And the verse 9, stand firm against him. And be strong in your faith. Again, be strong in your faith. How we can be strong in our faith? What does the Bible says? How, how we can be strong in our faith? How our faith increase? To listening the word of God. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Faith comes from hearing the word of God. If you're not hearing, if you're not studying the word of God, your faith will not be strong enough to resist the the devil, devil, the evil. And I'm going to say, I'm going to show you in the Bible that the devil, it's it's a quick guy. He tried to devour Jesus. Jesus, after he was baptized in the Jordan River, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 4 verse 1, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. That's that's an interesting thing, no? The Spirit of God, the Spirit led Jesus to the wilderness to be tempted. What what I, I, I learned with this, I learned with this that the first thing in life we need to be careful. It's a spiritual life. Jesus was preparing himself. To be ready to battle every spiritual life. And the Bible says after 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus was hungry. Obviously, 40 days and 40 nights without food and drink. He was hungry. And Jesus was hungry. Satan came to Jesus. Hey, Jesus, are you hungry? Hey, take these rocks here. And tell her to become a, a bread and you can eat. And what Jesus says, please church, help me. Men shall not leave bread alone, but of every word that comes of the mouth of God. Jesus could be trying to fight Satan with his, his own strength, own strength, with his punch him, but not. That was a spiritual battle, and he responded spiritually. And I believe that bread here represents a natural things. And Jesus said, I'm not living just in natural things. I'm not just here for eat this bread that's natural. No, I'm here to live spiritually. Every word that comes of the mouth of God. And Satan gives up. Gave up. Nope. He keeps doing. Ah, okay. You think it's, it's easy? Then the devil, verse 5, then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. And said to him, if you are son of God. I can't believe it. Can you picture this, this, this scenario? Do you think it was like a good conversation between them? Like, hey Jesus, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great in you. No. Do you think I believe Jesus was tired? 
40 days and 40 nights, he was like tired. And he, probably he was looked like, oh my God. The appear, appearance of that's not the good one. And, and the Satan like, hey Jesus, are you hungry? Sarcasm. Are you hungry, Jesus? No. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm going to live for every word of the mouth of God, my Father. And the second one, hey, if you, if you just, the word says, if you're a son of God, throw yourself down. Because the word of God, look, Satan's, Satan speaking. Because the word of God says, he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that we will not strike your foot against the stone. Satan used the Bible to make Jesus sin. Do you think he's playing with Jesus? Do you think Satan is playing with us? Sometimes he uses the Bible. Sometimes he's using the Bible to try to make us be wrong or sin. How? God is love. Well, all of kind of love, it's allowed. It's not that we're thinking you're hearing right now. I don't know you, but if I turn my TV on, if I turn and I open my social media, the primary thing is love. Doesn't matter if it's a man with man or a woman with a woman. The matter it's love. It is not. The love of God has rules. And all the rules of God, it's here. Everything is outside here. Satan tries to, little by little, without we, we can see and hardly notice, pushing on our hearts. And worst, push it on in our next generation. Are you with me? And the saint continued, and Jesus said, nope, I will not do that. Jesus said, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. And, and Satan did not, did not give up. And he said, okay, all these, and Jesus, uh, Satan took Jesus for the high mountain, showing all the kingdoms, says, all this was given to me. All this. I give it to you if you bow down and worship me. And that time Jesus says what? Away from me, Satan. It's done. Your time is done. I need to do something here. Done. Get away from me. And the Bible says that the devil left him and the angels came to attend him, to help Jesus. That's a great thing. That's a spiritual battle right here. And Jesus is our example that we are facing spiritual battles, spiritual warfare. And let me tell you, in the end of this spiritual battle, after 40 days and 40 nights without food, angels came and helped him because he needs help. If Jesus was needing help, can you imagine you and I? Let's go on. Verse 14, Ephesians 6. The, the Bible says, stand your ground. Don't run away. Don't give up. Don't throw the towel. Stand in your ground, putting on the bat, uh, belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. We need the whole piece, every piece of God's armor. We need. And the first one is the belt of truth. And the Bible says better. Jesus says, I am, John 14, 6, I am the way. Come on, church. I know you know this verse. Jesus said, I am the way and life. Jesus is truth. 
And I want to just give this picture here, the belt of truth. Have you ever tried to run with pants? It's a little bigger than you need. Let's see, let's, let's say like your size is medium, medium. It's so-so for you. <laughs> it's medium. And you, and you purchase like a, a pants like for 2XL. And you have no belts. Have you tried to run without pants, without be belt? It's worse, guys. I, already, I, I did it already. It's like, you try to run, you try to do something. You're like, oh, my God. Oh, I'm missing my pants. Yep. Can you imagine the, some soldier in the field battle? battle? I have a, some soldier here. A few, in field battle. Can you imagine this guy in the war holding his weapon? And he has no belt. And he tried to run in his pants like. There's no way. The belt, it's something to hold everything together. And here I want to I picture with Jesus. Without Jesus, we can do nothing. John 15. Without him, we can do nothing. That's why it's the first, the first, the first uh, armor here. Piece of the armor. Belt of the truth. Jesus needs to hold everything in our lives. Amen? Amen, church? Amen. Second thing, body armor of God's righteousness. The word righteousness here, it's represent for approval. When you are approved by God, put the approval of God in your body armor. It's a piece to go to the battle. The Bible goes on, verse 15. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. Let's try to picture again. Have you ever played soccer or any game in the streets without shoes? Have you ever? Ah, so much time. Have you ever stepped in something that you <laughs> hurt yourself? Little hot, just a little Roxy, like little. Or if you're playing f soccer like Brazil without shoes in the streets, like it's warm, it's the, 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 the street is hot, uh, is hot, and sometimes you go sh to, to kick the ball and like. <sighs> I did this a lot of times in my life and hurt a lot. It was so much better when, when my mom bought me a shoes to play outside. So much easy. I can run so much faster. Now I can kick the ball so much better because I have my shoes on. Can imagine someone in the battlefield and the war without shoes? Can you imagine you go to the war without shoes? How gonna be? Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh, my God. Let's go. The enemy is coming. The enemy is coming. Let's go. And the whole, the, everybody's running. Like you. Oh, 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 oh. oh, there's a rock here. Oh. Jump in the river, everybody. Jump in the river. Uh, sir, there is something inside. Because I have no shoes. And you're excitating to step in because you don't know where you're stepping. Let me tell you something. How many times we hesitated to speak the word of God or gospel, the good news for someone else because we don't know we're going to step in. Oh, I don't know if you're going to hurt him. I can step in and oh, hurt him. Let me tell you something. If you're not hurting any heart, there is no way that person could be saved by God. Because when, we're, when God comes and brings like conviction in her heart, hurts. And that's why rep rep repentance comes. Hurts us. And we just, Jesus, forgive me. And all these sorrows. Let me tell you. The, the biggest message about love 
it's safe for someone else that that person needs to repent. If you really love someone, someone, someone that needs Jesus, if you really love him or her, we, you need to talk about the good news for him. Doesn't matter why he's going to fit. Because sometimes we are without the shoes of the good news. I don't know where I'm going to step in. Step in. Maybe hurts. Let me tell you. Jesus needs and Jesus will change lives. But it's our job to speak about him. Don't be afraid what people will tell about you or will think about you. If you love them, speak about Jesus about them for them. Oh, he is so radical. Oh, he is so Christian. Thank you. I am. Augie, you're so like oh, we call in Portuguese it's 80 or 80. It's like opposite. Or this side or this side. Yes, there is no middle. Or you're this side, or you are this side. There is no way to serve two lords. There is no way to stay in the middle. Like, ah, I am a Christian. So like, whoa, almost not. No, you are a Christian. If people say to you, oh, you are so radical. I, I, I always say that you need, you, we, we need to take care of our character before God. And God will take care of reputation every time. Don't look for reputation. Look for a character. Be approved by God. Put on the shoes of the good news. Doesn't matter what people are going to say. It's time to speak the good news. Amen. That's going on. The verse 16. In addition to all this, hold up the shield of faith. Repeat with me, shield of faith. Strong, shield of faith. We already read here a lot of times. Stand firm, be strong. Resist the evil. Hold up your shield. Have you ever watched some series or moves about, play? I don't know if this word is correct. My teacher is going to help me. Medieval? Medieval? Yes. I studied a lot this word yesterday. Medieval moves, these wars. Do you remember? The shield, it's like, oh, if you have no shield, don't go to the battle. If you, if you lost your shield, you're, you're going to die. And the, and the Bible says, hold up your shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. The fiery arrows of the devil. Pictures just move with me. That moves like one side, it's a, uh, one nation or one kingdom, the other side, another kingdom. And all the arrows here, it's like, shut! You know, see thousands and thousands of arrows coming. What these guys are doing? Oh, Paul, come, let's go. No. They got, shoot! I don't know you, but that, that's why I'm watching the moves. Shield wall. That's so nice, is not? Can you imagine now we're a spiritual barrel with our sense here, brothers and sisters, and we're praying together and doing together, and Satan starts to attacking us, attacking us, and everybody together here. Shield wall, hold up your faith, and boom! Hear not, Jesus. Hear not, Satan. He 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 can reign here as Jesus Christ, our Savior. Shield wall. We want to convert our children. Shield wall. Not here. We want to destroy your family. Shield wall. Not here, Satan. Not today. Hold up your faith. Put your shield up. And put your faith up. Stand firm. Be strong. Okay? I know, guys, I'm getting excited sometimes. Sorry. But that's so nice. This picture is so nice. 
Because that's what Satan's not playing. As I said, Satan is not playing. He's trying to fire arrows. It's a battle. It is not a game. Seventeen. Put on salvation as your helmet. And take the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. Salvation as your helmet. What I understand here that your mind needs to be connected with the heaven. With father. Don't let thoughts let you give up or change your mind. We can see in the Bible a lot of times people, hey, stand in the doctrine of the apostles. Stand in the word of God. Don't let people you, uh, th uh, tell you that is different. No, stand in the doctrine of God. And that's what you need. Stand what we know. About the God, the, the, the word of God. Salvation. Don't change your mind. Don't change your mind. Jesus already did that. Now, renew your mind every morning. Renew your mind every morning. In the presence of Jesus. And the last one is the sword of the spirit. And that's amazing. Because now we are putting all these pieces to defend ourselves. It's not. The helmet. The body armor. The belt. The shield. The shoes. And now. God's saying. Pick up. The sword. And sword. If you ever, ever watch these videos. Medieval videos. You're going to see that the sword. is always a weapon to defend yourself. But it's a weapon to attack oh, uh, Pastor Guy are you telling me that we need to attack yes I'm telling you that we need to attack church was not calling to be defending itself Jesus says go therefore go and make disciples he didn't say, stay where you are and wait for disciples. Go and make. You think Satan is going to accept? Easy? He's going to fight. He is going to fight with you. And you need to prepare. The sword of the spirit. Jesus used that as a weapon to defend itself, his, himself. And there's a weapon to attack the, the Satan. As we read. No, the Bible says, not shall, not, not, no, the man not shall live for bread. The mouth, but I have a word of the mouth of, uh, mouth of God. No, don't put your sad God in test. No. And the last thing he attacked Satan, say, away for me. And Satan goes away. What I'm telling you, it's Matthew chapter 16, verse 8. The Bible says, and I also say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Let's try to understand this picture. Why do you have door in your house? Please speak with me. To protect yourself. To protect someone to come and steal something from you. Right? Okay, so door, gates, slash gates. It is something to protect. Okay? What the Bible is saying here? Who has gates? What has gates here? The hell has gates. All of us. We sin against God. All of us was there. Now we're not there. We are this side. We're in heaven. We're with Jesus. We're in the presence of Jesus. 
but there is a lot of soul, souls there and they are locked by these gates and the Bible says but the gates of hell shall not prevail against it what is it here what is it here the church so it is our job to go there to kick these gates and pick the souls and bring for the side and let me tell you something it's not something prophetically here it's something in the bible that gates will not prevail against us my time go that gates will not prevail against the people of God and sometimes we're just sitting aside defending ourselves it's like okay they're not touching my life or my family no our job is to advance and, and conquer that souls you say Jesus gives us the spirit give the the sword of the spirit that the word of God let me tell you how are you gonna fight the spiritual battles with spiritual weapons we are not fighting we are not fighting the human ways we are fighting spiritual ways Are you with me? And to finish now. Verse 18, Ephesians 6. The Bible says, Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. I'm going to read a book right now. It's amazing. It's a book about like descending church. It's about missions. And I'm reading now about the, 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 the church in China. The church that's hide to worship Jesus. And this guy, this pastor was there preaching. And, and he told that for the Chinese church. The Chinese people there, the church, the Chinese church there. Oh, there is a lot of people in the world that is fighting right now. Perse persecute? Persecute. They are being persecuted. And he preached. The next day in the morning, he's, he, he heard something. persecute what are you doing we are praying for them that it can stand firm until the end and that they can win this battle that's amazing pray all the time in every occasion stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere let me tell you, their agenda, their agenda is not about the rights that they want. Their agenda is to put down everything that's here because everything is a spiritual warfare. We're not fighting for politics we are not fighting for preferences we are fighting for principles here and I'm going to tell they will not convert my children they will not destroy 
my family. They will not touch my life. Why? Because God is with us. They will not destroy your family. They will not touch your children. But pay, pay attention. Stay alert. Look. Look for everything your child is watching on TV. Because they are not playing. It's little by little. Pay attention with our, your eyes. What are you seeing in social media? Oh, that's so cool. It's not cool. It's sin. They need to repent. Stay alert. Do not give up. Stand your ground. And do you know thing? In the end of the everything, in the end of the era, at the end of the world, we know the end. We know the end. But we need to fight for that. We need to fight for our children. That's why I say that place our children are they are right now is not a place just to throw them to have, oh, have a, a, a calm service here. No. Jesus is touching their hearts. Jesus is changing their lives. We are planting something in their hearts that maybe we will never, never see. Teach our child in the way of God. And they will never, never will leave Jesus. But we need to fight. We need to fight. How? In our prayers. How many times are, are you spending with Jesus in prayer for your family? For your children? For your grandchildren? I'm finishing. I really finished this. I remember this story of the, the woman in the church in Brazil. He was come to give a testimony. It is one, okay, we're gonna get who wants to give the testimony? It's the one I want to give the testimony. And he, and she said, I I've been praying for salvation of my my children, specifically for a child, for 17 years. Every day I wake up at 4 a.m knew my I bowed down with my knee and prayed to Jesus to save him not to give him nothing but to save him guess what after 17 years my son now belongs to Jesus let me tell you your prayers never gonna be like the word of the God says that every prayer is catching. God is receiving. So stay alert and pray and fight for your family. I don't know you, but that's a message for me to warn me. To say, hey, Gi, pay attention. Because Satan's not playing. Don't sleep. He needs just one fraction of a second to destroy you. And as a father, as a head of my house, I may tell you for you guys, for all men now, that's your job, your responsibility to bring the presence of Jesus for inside your house. You need to lead your family of Jesus if, if you're not you're alone if you're a woman alone in house I'm gonna say for you that's your responsibility to fight and bring the presence of Jesus for inside your house and lead your family in the presence of Jesus amen let's stand up let's finish this service I want to invite the worship team
the first the first word for us this morning was in the last day there will be terrible times that's the Bible it's not key saying it to you Pastor Guy saying to you it's the last day will be terrible times but let me tell you something the last day God will pour out His Spirit over every believer and we are going to be filled with the Holy Spirit because we need to be prepared will be terrible times but with the Holy Spirit in our hearts we can fight against every everything that Satan's gonna do trying to do in our lives amen close your eyes and the Word of God says be strong now I'm gonna open this altar here give you opportunity to to give this step of faith if you are not feeling strong if you are missing something in the armor of God if you are not feeling like I'm ready to fight for my family I want to open this altar here and you can come bow down here on your knees and say Jesus sing we're gonna ask the Holy Spirit to come and just spend some time together Hallelujah. 